Hello, everyone. Kathy's face looks pained today because today on the show, we are doing the one, some of the worst horror we watched this year. And by the title, we call that Titties and Tonic because oh. for us, for whatever reason, I don't even remember how that name came up a couple of years ago. That's what we name our mini casts where we slam movies with all of the possible vitriol and we can hate. I mean, and let me be clear. Oh, she's going to be clear. These aren't movies that are so bad they're good. No, At least no, that's no, not no. how I did it. No, no. Right? Because there there are bad horror movies. Trash. That are great trash. Yep. These are movies that actually said, I have a great idea and I'm going to take myself really fucking seriously. And then I wanted, I personally wanted to die as I was watching the majority of these. <laughs> yes, agreed. And we have our top three awards at the end of the show. We're going to give awards. I'm not going to tell you what they are. It's a surprise, but we have awarded, we will in real time award three movies with our top three awards, which all have names to them. It's going to be oh, exciting. Okay. <laughs> I hate these so much. There's you, one I you hate like to the begin? most. Yeah, uh, begin with any of them. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a bunch of movies. I'm going to bring some to the table. Kathy's going to bring some to the table. And we're going to talk all about them. And then at the end, in real time, we're going to shoot the shit about what should win the three awards. That's how we're doing this. And we also have horror facts. We do. Would you like to do the questions to the horror facts now? Then we will do all the movies and awards and then your answers. Ah, I like that. Okay, cool. Let's do that. So the first thing that has to happen is a little thing we like to call. Horror facts with shit. Oh. These are horror shite. facts that are based on really shitty movies. <laughs> or Amazing. movies that have been known to create a lot of confusion as to why they were ever made and horror fans some of them got very angry that they were made oh i'm sure yeah all right i can't wait to learn so, things and outside of 2023 this is oh, just yeah no yeah. this is just okay yep. mm -hmm. let me see if i okay in the movie jaws the revenge mm -hmm. what do they do with ellen brody's character to make her super lame <laughs> I love these because these are based on opinion, so there's no right answer really, but <laughs> right. That's amazing. Go ahead. <laughs> Number two, Guillermo del Toro mm. was asked to direct this 2019 trash, oh. but turned it down to work on Hellboy 2. Good job, del Toro. Probably a wise choice. None of the 80 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are positive awarding the film with a moldy tomato award. Oh, moldy. That's like really bad. Okay. Number three. This 1988 low-budget horror film trash is about furry aliens who can make people's fantasies come true <laughs> and then they kill them. <laughs> cruel. That's so cruel. Okay. Number four. This one, you actually get a choice. Oh. Deemed as one of the worst films ever made, this movie is about a man named Jerry who falls in love with a stripper he meets at a carnival. Oh. 
However, her sister is a fortune teller and she turns Jerry into a zombie. Then Jerry goes on a killing spree. I mean, would watch. Here we go. Here are your (laughs) options. Okay. A, creatures who are dead but were once alive. That's the name of the movie. Yes. Okay. B, the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. (laughs) I want to see these movies. Or C. Oh, no. Zombies who fly by night and fall in love with strippers. (laughs) Folks, one of these is a real title. Yeah, I was going to say, did you have so much fun making up the others? Yeah, I bet. (laughs) And then this last one, some people may know. George Clooney starred in this 1987 horror film, which is a spoof of the then dominant slasher subgenre horror. He doesn't survive the first act. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, those will be fun. So we'll answer those later. That's fun. The questions are fun. I don't even need to know the answers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number four, the, there's a real title in there. I know. That's what's so great. That's like, if I'm you, that's the funnest part of my job over there is making up the other answers. <laughs> Some good shit. That's right. So one of the worst movies I saw this year is called Wendigo Demonic Evil. <laughs> Tell me about it. Now, listen, here's the thing. I screwed up, (laughs) but I wanted to talk about this movie. So I screwed up and this movie was not made in 2023. So I'm not sure what to do about it. But I do want to talk about this movie. Do I get do I get to? Yeah, (laughs) please. Can we break our own rules? Because I really wanted to talk about this movie. Take it. Talk about it. Wendigo, demonic evil all over the world. Strange yet true cannibal attacks have been occurring all whilst zombies werewolves and vampires are more popular than ever so this is a documentary a documentary how do you have a documentary about mythical creatures Hmm. but there's hundreds of these kind of documentaries and i watch them and some of them are just delightfully bad but this one is bad bad the end times are truly here according to experts forensic psychologists okay i'm listening historians listening and medical engineers weigh in on the possible explanations behind cannibal possessions and the legendary even mean and mysterious wendigo i just want to say what kind of possessions from that title would you not want to watch cannibal cannibal possessions they are possessed to be cannibals but they're when to go what so you see the first problem oh jesus there's only like 75 minutes of this movie and i get that it's from 2012 so it does not go into our voting for the trash of 2023 but i had to talk about it because it's on prime if you want to see it it's so bad kathy I mean, I've watched some of these, too, and some of them are just delightfully bad. <laughs> oh, God. But this one's got forensic psychologists and historians historians weighing in on the facts of the cannibal possessions. That's a, a, what, the cannibal possession. Like old white men sta- sitting there talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, I don't. <laughs> 
I'm it, well, anytime you talk about a movie like this, it takes me back to when we did the Scarecrow episode <laughs> and the Scarecrow movie you watch where the two women just sat on the couch and talked about Scarecrows. <laughs> oh God, that movie was so fucking bad. That is, that's awesome. It's so bad. And I mean, some sources say the Wendigo demonic evil is from 2012 and some sources say it's from 2023. So here's what I'm thinking. And this is how I originally screwed up, but then I decided I'm going to talk about it anyway because there are some sources that say it's from 2023. I have no idea why, but it's like listed that way in some places. I just, um, if it gives you any indication, like barely anyone has watched this movie. Just me. Really just me. There's like one rating on Letterboxd. <laughs> Well, I mean, you choose some of this shit. I do. I know I chose it. Absolutely. Okay. And like I said, I've watched a bunch of these. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have no desire to see it. Thank you. In You're case welcome. it sparked my interest when I came oh. across the title. You think? I mean, because forensic psychologists. Right. Because automatically I see that. And I'm like, I must watch that. You're like, I'm sort of interested and I'm bound by my duty. That's right. <laughs> to watch it but no you're not all right next up i don't have as much to say about this one as you did about the one you just talked about but i hate everything from the title mm -hmm. to what this movie is about to what they did with the killer and what, and what it made you feel and what it made me feel <laughs> this movie is called influencer while struggling on a solo backpacking trip in Thailand, social media influencer Madison meets CW, who travels with ease and shows her a more uninhibited way of living. But CW's interest in her takes a darker turn. Okay, I hate this movie so much. So for the reason that I just have an aversion to a lot of these horror movies that are being made like with social media as their center. But more importantly, no one was fucking likable in this. Mm. Every single character in this movie, I want to die. <laughs> Did they? The influencer, <laughs> I don't feel sorry that she dies. Uh, right? right. Or, no. and does she die? I don't know because then the end does something fucking stupid. No. Where, but mostly I hated it because. It went nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was about a social media influencer that you were supposed to feel sorry for because she was grandiose in her way of getting followers and then ends up on an island. And then the dumbass boyfriend who's like trying to find her, the story goes nowhere mm. and it sucked. And I'll just <laughs> leave it there. Give us the title one more time. Influencer. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah. And they make him just as dumb as possible. <laughs> Fair. All right. My next movie that I want to mention is a movie called Snowfalls. 2023 strict horror film. After a winter storm, Stan Stranton. After a winter storm, Strand's five friends in a remote cabin with no power and little food, disorientation slowly claims their sanity as each of them succumb to a fear that the snow itself may be contaminated or somehow evil. Here's what I think. You are in a whole ass house and you are snowed in and you are worried about surviving. You are in a whole ass house. You you want to be 
afraid of survival. You have a whole house. Yeah. The, <laughs> you're in a house. You're not in an igloo. You're not outside in the elements. No. The power goes out and you're in a whole house snowed in. So many people get snowed in and you have a whole house. I just, first of all, so that just, okay. I don't, I'm like, I what? Hear you. what? <laughs> I hear you. And then. You decide you are all crazy and you have mass hysteria, but you're in a whole house. Like, why did that even happen? Right. I can't half a star for the snow barf. <laughs> and there was snow barf <laughs> and Jack Frost breaking the window. Cause I laughed really loud at that. If this were Wait, a Jack Frost broke the window. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of fun. If, if this were more ridiculous, then it would be so fun and it would be like a top ranked movie probably of my year, but it wasn't. And the music was really confusing. It's like period piece music. Like it was bad. It was just all, it was all very bad. You are in a whole ass house. I can't get over it. You're in a whole house and you're scared. Oh. Like I don't. And that snow being the thing like that never even comes into play. Like I had to read the fucking description and know Awful. that's what was happening. Awful. <laughs> Next. That, was, that sounds hilarious. Um, this one, I I, this one I hate, I hated clearly. We hate all of these. Mm -hmm. It mostly because it was just so poorly directed and the acting confused me. So mm. it's a movie called cobweb American yeah. horror film starring Shannon Sossaman in like a, I'm sorry, not Shannon Sossaman, excuse me, star starring Lizzie Kaplan, mm. uh, mm -hmm. Anthony Starr, Cleopatra Coleman. It's an American horror film directed by Samuel Bowden in his directorial debut, No Shit. Mm. Um, okay. Mm. This movie follows a young boy raised by overprotective parents who suddenly hear noises coming from behind his bedroom wall. It tries to be like a stir of echoes, but Lizzie Kaplan takes on, I love her. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm mad that, that she was in this Understood, because she's directed in a way that she has this really confusing accent. Mm. That's me. And I, I don't know if it was a choice to make her sound more psychopathic or serious, oh. but it's so distracting that I can't get beyond it. <laughs> The acting is so incredibly one-dimensional hmm. and the story goes absolutely, I feel like it's been done a million times, but it's mostly Lizzie Kaplan's accent oh, that, that just really kind of bothered you. Well, the whole movie's really bad, but it really bothered me because I didn't understand the choice I see. that was made and it throws it off for me a little bit and right. uh, it's boring. It's quite boring. Um, <laughs> And it's boring. <laughs> it was and a, it's really were you boring. bored. I was bored. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was the, the now reading that it was his directorial debut. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause it was pretty fucking bad. It was boring. It was boring. <laughs> right on. One of my biggest disappointments from the year was five nights at Freddy's. I haven't seen it yet. And that makes me sad. It's on my worst list. Probably because, well, one, because it was fucking boring, but also because it, I had expectations. And so it made it even worse, of course. You know, that always fucks with us. 
I would my I mean I don't have a ton to say except for that I do feel like it was pretty boring and you know what my recommendation is to watch Willy's Wonderland it was like way better with Nick Cage and stuff you're watching this and I get that these two movies were kind of made around the same time and within a couple of years of each other and I get that this is a really famous game and that a lot of gamers were going out to see this and I hope that they were happy but unfortunately I need the movie to exist without the game in other words I need it to be good and stand alone on its own and you not have to know anything about the game or care about the game okay. for it to be good because it's a different thing. It's just like if you watch, I mean, Harry Potter's not a game, but like, or it is now, but it wasn't at the time. Like if you read the book, Harry Potter, great, but you should be able to watch the movie Harry Potter without ever having read the books. And it was a great movie, whether you'd read the book or not. And I need that to be these game movies the same, like Ready Player One and all that which is a great movie, by the way. Anyway, so Five Nights at Freddy's was a huge disappointment for me. And in a fun fact, Influencer and Cobweb are movies that I liked this year. Cobweb and which one? Influencer. Influencer. Fucking hated both of those movies. (laughs) Hated them so much. Cobweb I had expectations for. I was like, not only has Stir of Echoes been done and some of these other movies that did this so much better... I just couldn't. Isn't it so interesting? Because I because I was looking up while you were talking. Because I'm like, I think I enjoyed that movie, and both those movies I enjoyed, and both yeah. those movies you hated. So I hated it. That's to give everybody a little <laughs> a little window into things. I'm going to talk about this next one with you, Shannon, because okay. you and I have talked about hating it so much. But I'll Please. introduce what it is first. It's a movie called Tin and Tina, or Teen and Tina. Whoosh. Jesus Christ. So okay, bad. it's like Village of the Damned Gone Bad plus the Bad Seed. After a tragic miscarriage, Lola and her husband Adolfo adopt Tin and Tina, a, lo- a lovely brother and sister. Oh, okay. They were not. No, they were not. With an ultra-Catholic education that makes them interpret Holy Bible verbatim. The Holy Bible verbatim. I mean, these kids are like jumping up on the uh, up and down on the bed playing like Judas. And, and, and they're they're like weird shit like this doesn't it doesn't jive doesn't come together like i hate these kids you don't believe any of it and you hate them more than you're supposed to you hate them mostly because you just fucking hate them like i love the subgenre of evil kids and i just rewatched the movie the children the other day Mm -hmm. and if you guys haven't seen it from 2008 it's one it's like top five for me as far as like evil children movies in contemporary movies i'm not counting the omen and all that shit when it works, when kids are awful, but there's a reason why and you get it and there's a story and there's good kills and stuff like it makes sense. We all know we love that subgenre. You watch this and this is the reason why I pushed play is because I love that subgenre of kids being awful. And oh God, like, you know, it's a it's a birth control ad. But like it is this one was bad. But these kids were like giggling while like reciting the book of Job. I mean, it was the weird, like it just didn't, you just want to smack him across the face. Yeah. And then of course, and here's the other trope that always plays out. The dad's like, you're just traumatized from losing the child. Mm -hmm. You need to give it more time. They're only children, right? (laughs) I love your dad voice. And she's like, no, they're like trying to fucking kill me and pretty sure that they just murdered our family dog 
And somehow they just completely eased over that. Like they murder the dog. Yeah. And the dad's like, they're traumatized. You need to give them some time. I'm like, if I brought two kids home that murdered my dog, uh, oh, that no. wouldn't bye end bye. the same way. No, no. Bye so bye. <laughs> you don't just overlook that, right? So no. none of it was believable to me. And then, of course, she's the hysterical, isolated woman who has has had a miscarriage so clearly she's mental she has a mental affliction and can't help and the father's like be reasonable they're children who love the bible oh my god what? it's fucking awful it's so bad it's and then these kids they don't even I, they look like aryan like yeah just you know paint like spray painted white with yeah they make them toe really head wigs and awful like, oh god <laughs> it's really bad and then of course the parents are like brunette and like from another country. Yeah, it's it's um there's subtitles and stuff. Oh, it's a foreign movie, right? It's awful. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. It's one of the worst movies I've seen in the last five years. It was so painful to get yeah, through. Yeah, this was one of the ones that sort of I think spawned this episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we'll do one every year from now on, I'm sure, because it's kind of fun to see what we hated and and also it's kind of fun that like a couple of kathy's movies that she she put on her top five worst movies are on our movies that i enjoyed so this is why we do it which is sort of fun i think it's yeah. really fun all right so the next one that i had uh is called monsters of california <laughs> this oh. was so bad oh my god okay it's like what the rest of the country thinks of us right mm-hmm. Teenage Dallas Edwards and his derelict friends on a quest for the meaning I love behind the word derelict. <laughs> Me too. Behind on a quest for the meaning behind a series of mysterious paranormal events in Southern California. Like, how could I not watch that movie? It's like, hello. Right. Except for then I saw that it was almost two hours long. And I was like, mm, I'm gonna need reinforcements. So I watched it with friends. <laughs> There's no way I would have gotten through it with, I would have totally DNF'd it. There's a bunch of kids in this movie. Uh, you may or may know, not know their names because who knows if there's, I'm supposed to know their names or not. I'm not really sure. But the the biggest issue with this movie is it's not, it, this, is a, this is one of those hard ones. It's not that I wholly didn't like it. I could say I like this movie, but I also gave it one star because it's almost two hours long and it making no fucking sense and it's fucking boring throughout. <laughs> now you now, now you're describing movies like I do. Most of it. It's just like except I remember kind of liking parts of it, and that's what pisses me off. It's like Five Nights with Freddy's. It's like if I have an expectation, this is gonna be another fun, like shit comes to life movie like willie's wonderland you got me you got me you got an expectation to meet there monsters of california like the southern california monsters and kids are gonna go after them like what's not to like about that but Uh, no but it's like it's a sci-fi movie that like i should have liked like it it makes sense that i would disappointed like it i hear it the pain the pain the titties and the tonic and why I need them as a salve for my pain okay, well, is because of that. Is because it should have been good. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that was your experience. I have not seen that. <laughs> I appreciate your, your, your um, empathy. Before I do my honor, honorable mention here, I'll la- uh, my last one is called Follow Her. It's technically 2022, 
but it's it the release date says 2023 so we're going to go with 2023 and All i right. saw it in 2023 no no fair jess has finally found her hook Secretly filming creepy interactions she encounters via an online job listing and using the kinks of others to fuel her streaming success. See here, it's another one of those social media ones. They're your favorite. For her next episode, she's been hired by Tom. Get it? And now his name is Tom Brady in the movie and they make a joke. He's like, not that Tom Brady. It's like, uh-huh. no shit. Uh-huh. To write the ending of a screenplay in a remote lavish cabin. Once there, the alluring self-proclaimed screenwriter hands her a script in which the two of them are the main characters. This client isn't what he seems. Again, no shit. (laughs) Even though the money's great, the real payment here could cost her her life. Follow her. Follow her as a psychosexual thriller, which questions the ethical (laughs) boundaries of social media. Okay. The venom. (laughs) here's, Here's why I hate it so much other than that if you didn't get it from that Mm -hmm. she agrees to meet up with him in the middle of nowhere in some park fucking hate that it's 2023 and she's like in her late 20s the bitch knows better right this isn't the 70s no and then he's all charming he's like why don't i take you back to the house now and show where we'd be filming it and she's like um I don't know. Something's like doesn't sound right about that. I'm like, I don't know. What's why happening. don't we start today? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I'm not going to listen to my gut. I'm going to go with him. Then she goes into the house. And after he like locks all the doors, she asks if she can use the restroom. And then, of course, because now every movie is made about if you have, you know, they have to do the cell phone thing. She <laughs> drops it down the toilet. Yeah. So she doesn't have her phone. Thanks. The movie then moves into a weird Fifty Shades of Grey and like a murder mystery all at once all <laughs> while they're still adapting this screenplay she goes from being terrified to having sex with him to kind of enjoying it and then realizing her, her life is on the line so it's so there's it, it's so frustrating to watch simply because the bitch knows better and then it gives this message that like Maybe she's also kind of enjoying this at the same time. Oh, okay. But then it's, he's so bad. His, and again, I don't know if the actor's actually bad or he's just directed. Right. But it is, it's like a, it's like a Fifty Shades of Grey horror film. (laughs) It's so bad. Okay. (laughs) I have a, a, uh, honorable mention as well. And this movie, again, Fucking disappointment is where my ratings obviously come from. We are realizing this in a psychological sense today. This movie is called Waking Karma 2023. My biggest disappointment with this movie is that Michael Madsen is in it. What? I love him. And I, I love him. I've loved him forever. He lives in Malibu. Oh, I've seen him around. Wow. This man is delightful. It's a horror thriller. When high school senior Karma's estranged cult leader, father, that's who he plays, 
traps her and her mother in a remote forest compound. She must survive a series of psychological trials meant to prepare for a strange and deadly reincarnation ritual. Like, what about that? Wouldn't I fucking love with Michael Madsen? Why did I push play? Because of those reasons. That is so disappointing. I love him. I know. There was really bad acting. Sadly, part of it was Michael's, but he was definitely the best part. And probably directed poorly. Love him. Still love him. It's okay. It's okay, Michael. Predictable. It's very low budget. It's predictable. One day you're with your mom having cake and planning to go to Harvard, and the next you are wearing a bug mask and killing three people. Make it make All sense. Right. Okay. Just make it make sense. Make that make sense. Make it make sense. Okay. I, I, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I can't. I, I, mm-mm. All right. Nope. Okay. Just I hear a big you. Nope. It's, <laughs> it's a nope. I don't want you to traumatize over it's it. It's a nope for me. Okay. <laughs> My honorable mention that was also the one that I was excited for and then went um, was Infinity Pool. Oh, sure. I was not a fan of this and I wanted to be, I so badly wanted to be. And I've mentioned this on a on another episode. I love Mia Goth and I think Alexander Skarsgård is great. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Mia Goth play something else. Sure. She's really great in the psychopath role, but I'm now getting annoyed by her psychopath role. Psychopath role. But that isn't so much what it was for me. The movie didn't track the way that I mm. thought it would, and mm. it got really fucking weird. And weird doesn't bother me. I like weird shit. But in a way that I was like, I, I'm lost. Somewhere and along the line, you just... I yeah, just went, no. Nope, it wasn't for you. Nope. And I think that movie's pretty divisive. Yeah. In general. You, like, people love it or hate it. I actually... Well, I, now I'm going to go against my argument because I don't love it and I don't hate it. It's, like, right in the middle for me. Maybe you're not divisive. Yeah, I guess not. Because I, I just... It was like, okay, that didn't live up to what I wanted it to be. Was there some... I just... I love Alex. I love Mia. Like, the acting was good. You know, like, I don't know. I just was kind of like, okay, I'll probably never watch that again, but... Yeah. yeah, it didn't it didn't hit me like it didn't piss me off. It didn't hit me like I guess I guess what we're looking at today is when a when a movie I when a movie gets on my worst list, it's probably because I had expectations yeah. of something and then I get really fucking disappointed disappointed and pissed off. Well, and that's why I say Infinity Pool is more of an honorable mention because it, it wasn't, it didn't like chap my ass like Tin and Tina. Right, right. It was more so like, man, I love this cast. Yeah. You know, Cronenberg, this was like a I big know. thing for him. And then it comes out Huge. and I'm like, yeah, that this is just not what I was expecting. Yeah. Maybe too much hype. Maybe. All right. So, uh, well, we'd like to vote on our yes. top three worst. Okay. So would you like to introduce the number three? Uh, yes, number three would be too upset to even talk about it. Oh no, number or did we say number three was the other one? Yeah, the third the third place award is called "Dear God, Why Was This Made?" There we go. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Well, we have. I mean, you have a couple in there that I think might fit that category more than mine. Yeah, mine is probably Wendigo, Demonic Evil. Like, why the fuck did anyone? I, I'd have to vote make, for that one too. Like, why? What? I'd have to vote for that one too. <laughs> like, I don't. 
I don't want it. I don't need it. Okay. So dear God, why, why the award why goes to Windigo? Yes. Okay. The second award is, mm-hmm. um, I'm too upset to even talk about it. I'm too upset to even talk about it. To really shit. talk about it. My vote from my end, at yeah. least the one that I'm nominating for this, I don't yes. know if I'll vote for it, depending on what you, you come up with, right. is follow her. Oh, sure. Yeah, I didn't see that one. But just based on the description, because I, I haven't seen all yours either. So No, I mean, exactly. And I'm too upset to talk about would probably be that Waking Karma movie for okay. me. Yeah, because uh, I'm just too upset. Okay. It's upsetting. Michael Madsen. Well, I'm going to have to go with that as well, only because I did talk a lot about Follow Her. Yeah. And I'm upset for you because I also love Michael Madsen. He's delightful. So two for two for you. He's up there with Kane Otter for me. Yeah, he's a good one. He's amazing. And the number one, the number one award is... The I'll never get this time back award. I'll never get this fucking time and back, th- Kathy. That's fucking Tin and Tina. It's Tin and Tina. Ding, 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 Go fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves, Tin. Thanks for wasting that kind of weird fucking time. Teen and Tina. All right, now we need some answers. Your skeleton with hair just fell over. <laughs> See, he's upset too. Okay, so I have a disclaimer on these. I realize that the, that question number two about mm. Guillermo, yeah, the Hellboy one. Mm-hmm. Something about that question. I don't. I didn't. I had three options for it, and I didn't circle the right one. And when I went back in to look at the timeline, didn't add up for me. So we're just going to get rid of number two. Okay, because I don't want to give eh. out false news. No, no, no. Okay, number one. But if I end up finding it on another show, I will announce it. <laughs> so let's start with number one. Yes, in the movie Jaws: The Revenge. What do they do with Ellen Brody's character to make her super lame? <laughs> I don't have, I don't remember. God, have I seen that movie uh, anytime recently? I must have. We do Shark Week every year. I may have watched it then, but I just, I don't know. No memory of that. She is, uh, apparently, is a psychic with a close link to sharks. <laughs> She's an animal psychic. That's, she didn't know that in Jaws? I guess not. She was too busy hitting on what's his name. That's okay. right. All right. We're skipping number two. Number three. This 1988 low budget horror film trash is about furry aliens who can make people's fantasies come true <laughs> and then they kill them. I, I know a lot of people probably get this because they probably know that like George Clooney factoid, but I, I don't know. No, that's that's number five. Oh, 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 yeah. sorry. Got it. This is Furry Aliens. Furry Aliens. I'm sorry. No. It's a movie called Hobgoblins. Oh, and you it, know it what? has a cult following. I bet you Joe Bob's done that at one. Oh, I'm sure too. Number four. Here's the fun one. Actually, let's do the fun one last. Let's do the George Clooney first. Oh, you are okay? all over the place. Just because it's really wordy, I want to save it. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do George Clooney starred in this 1987 horror film, which is a spoof of the then dominant slasher subgenre, horror. He doesn't survive the first act. I have seen this, and it is pretty bad. I don't know. Return to Horror High. Oh, that yeah. sounds awful. He had done like a couple things before that, but... Joe Bob's um, probably done that one too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lastly, mm. deemed as one of the worst films ever made. This movie is about a man named Jerry who falls in love with a stripper. He meets at a carnival. That shit. Maybe it does happen every day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. However, her sister is a fortune teller and she turns 
Jerry into a zombie. Then Jerry goes on a killing spree. Is it A, creatures who are dead but were once alive? (laughs) (laughs) B, the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies? (laughs) Or C, zombies who fly by night and fall in love with strippers? I think it's number three, the C. It's actually B, the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. (laughs) I love it. That's so fun. Amazing. (laughs) I like horror facts with shit. That's a ton of fun. Well, thank you everyone for listening and coming along with the, our titties and tonic awards for the year. We hope you enjoyed that, and we hope that you let us know what your worst horror movies of the year were, because maybe we'll watch them just to yell at them. Sounds great. This has been an episode of Terror Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone.